Hello, my friends. It's Zach Neal. Hope you guys are well. So I find myself podcasting more and more often between the hours of 2 and 4 a.m., specifically when I'm doing my traveling. I travel a lot late at night because I go between New York and New Jersey and New York and Pennsylvania and, you know, all over the place. And so right now I'm traveling through a snowstorm and this is the time I have to do this. But I've been getting a lot of questions. Um, and this isn't going to be a long one, but it's hopefully going to be informative. The bulk of the questions that you guys have been sending me, honestly, lately are all the same. Um, and I feel like I've answered this question so many times in these podcasts. And I feel like if you dig back, there's five or six episodes that address this. But I'm just going to kind of address it again. Um, not because I'm tired of answering the question, but just because I feel like I need to offer this obviously more. I thought that I was really offering this a lot and maybe I haven't enough, but anyway, the question is, uh, how did I get started? And you know, it's not specific to how did I get the money? It's just like, how did I get like from ground zero? Like I had an idea something I wanted to do. How did I get started? And, um, I've told people what I do and, and just to make it clear, like I'm still getting started. I'm still getting started all the time. I'm constantly starting new projects and you know, no matter how successful one of my projects is, I've had failures behind some of those that have been very costly. So just to put things into perspective, last year in 2018, um, I launched two brand new large scale projects. One of them was successful the other one was not. The money that I made from the first one just counterbalanced the loss that I took on the second one. So to put it in perspective, we spent a couple hundred thousand dollars on one and it did well. And the other one, we spent, you know, half of that, but it performed very poorly and we lost a lot of money. And so the gains balanced out to the losses by at the end of the year, I had made no money. As a matter of fact, I had lost quite a bit of money last year. I lost, you know, 50% more than I made last year. I was losing every month. So the reason I say that is because as an entrepreneur, if that's really what you want to be and, you know, you're always going to be losing. It's not going to be win, 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 win. Your hope is that at the end, you know, your wins outweigh your losses and that, you know, you're not going to be, I'm not saying you're going to be poor losing your money all the time, but you're going to have to be prepared for there are going to be years where you don't make, and especially when you're trying to scale a business, when you're trying to grow, those are the times where you're going to lose money, not make money. You have a staff of five people, right? And you're making a decent profit, but in order to scale, you need to add five more people, five more salaries, five more of this, you know, you're going to start losing money because your business isn't going to scale as fast as you're adding the help. So your hope is that by adding these five new people, you can scale to twice the business. But if you just scale to twice your business, now you're pretty much just making the same amount of money you were making when you had five people. Now you have 10. I hope that this is making sense because I'm a little tired. But the basic idea is you're always starting. You're always at the beginning of a project. So the question from you guys has been, and I've gotten it, you know, this is like a dozen different people over the last couple of weeks have asked this same question. How did I get started? So here's the process on how you get started with any project, a business, an idea. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you're writing a play, an album, if you're starting a pizza shop, whatever, a bar, a restaurant, a clothing store, no matter what you're doing, the process, in my opinion, is always the same. So here we go. 
I've done this before, but I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna call this how to start a business for dummies because <laughs> we're all dummies in the beginning. It's really, really basic. The very first thing you need to do is decide what business or what project you want to start. So identify it, okay? Um, what do you wanna do? In this case, I'll use a bar, okay? What type of bar do you wanna have? Irish pub, traditional pub, dive bar, uh, sports bar, theme bar, whatever it is. So figure out what you wanna open. Step one, you wanna open a bar, okay. What kind of bar is it gonna be? You've decided it's gonna be an Irish pub, okay. What's it called? Come up with a name for it. Figure out the name. Design your logo. What do you want the logo to look like? Come up with a basic idea of where you want it to be located. What town or city do you want this bar to be located? What's the theme of your bar sports? Okay, any specific teams, any specific sports, general sports, you know, whatever. Figure out what, what that's gonna be, that theme. Now you've got your name, you've got a logo, and you've got the, the town it's gonna be in, and a, a basic, you know, general idea where you want it to be, and your theme, like what, what are you gonna aim towards? Okay, next step. Is the domain for the name you picked available? Having .coms is still important. So Bill's Irish Pub, is that available? Bill'sIrishPub.com, if it's not, is there some iteration of it? Bill's Irish Pub. NewJersey.com, figure out what your .com is going to be, buy it. They're like $10. Buy it and secure it. Then secure your social media accounts. Secure Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, LinkedIn. Secure all of the names for your business and all the platforms that you're going to use for social media. Secure all that stuff. Get your YouTube name while you're at it. Get your YouTube channel. Get everything. Secure all that stuff. Now, what are you going to serve there? Are you going to have a specialty cocktail program? Start thinking up the ideas. What kind of cocktails? What type of beer? Are you going to be a crafty place or a mainstream or a little bit of both? Get that decided. Like a basic, you don't have to be a chef or a mixologist to figure this out. You can say, I really love Micheladas or I love Bloody Marys or I love more crafty cocktails or I'm a craft beer type of place. Like figure out what types of drinks you're going to serve, what those basic drinks are going to look like. Get some images and pictures to match. Make like you're doing a lookbook. Pretend you're doing a lookbook. And if you're not familiar with what a lookbook is, it's basically just like a document that shows like page one is the name of your business, what you're going to name it, and your logo. Page two is the theme. We're going to be a bar dedicated to New Jersey sports. So we're going to celebrate, I don't know, the, I don't follow sports. I don't know, the Jets, I guess. Jets and whoever else from New Jersey. We're going to celebrate this. Our color scheme is going to be this. At our place, we're going to serve craft cocktails like this and have some images you can pull from Google to show like the way you want your cocktails to look and we're going to serve craft beer list out the beers you're going to serve then go into the food menu we're going to offer food or we're not going to offer food but if you are like we're going to do bar bites but we're going to do ours what's going to set us apart is we're going to do everything is going to be like um, like a Korean barbecue where you cook your own meat like we have grills on the tables whatever I'm just spitballing here but map all that out this is who we are this is our name this is our logo this is where we're going to be located these this is our website these are our social media accounts this is what our drinks are going to look like this is the kind of food we're going to serve this is what sets us apart because our food is going to be blah 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 then go into the next phase of it after you've kind of sorted all that out then figure out what the design of your space is going to look like what's your color scheme going to be i want all the, i'm talking every detail I want the booths to be red leather and I want the tables to be black or I want, you know, or I want this or I want that. Everything about your space. Go find paint, paint samples at like a paint store and clip them into, print out this thing and clip them into there. 
wall color, ceiling color, trim color. Do you want to have linoleum floor? Do you want to have tile floor? Do you want to have wood floor? Every detail of what you want in your space and write all this shit down. Use a program, use, you know, a Microsoft program or Photoshop or something to create this as like a PDF document that you can print out later and have, right? You've gone through all this. Now you've gone to your color scheme. Then go next. Who would your target customers be? What would their age range be? Okay, my target customers are going to be 30 to 45 or 30 to 50 years old, like middle-aged type of people that are into what? What sports? Okay. Now identify in that area. Those people, you can search for this kind of stuff. You can search hashtags on Instagram and different places. Find out where those people are currently going. So I'm searching for customers of O'Malley's and I'm searching for customers of this one or that one or people who are interested in this kind of music or people who are so you can write that down so you know who your potential customers would be well there's a bar that does something similar to what i want to do in this town and so their customers are micah so write that down who's your target audience what are you selling to selling to them how are you marketing them if they all go to o'malley's how are you going to lure them into trying your bar like what's your what's your kitsch how are you going to get them in you're keeping track of this documenting it everything you're thinking up you're writing it down writing it down, writing it down, you're, you're formulating this into a document. So then the final step I would say was you've had all that stuff done. Now this place that was just your idea, it exists on paper. It's a real thing. This is a book that you can print out and you should be able to hand it to a stranger and they should be able to page through your six or seven pages. And by the time they finish, they should know everything about the business that, that you know and it should have an exact plan on what to do. The final details of this would be figuring out estimated costs. Start looking at real estate guides, start calling brokers and finding out what rents are like in the town you wanna go in for the size space you want, how much are the rents on average per month? Ask some questions. What do utilities on this space run? Oh, it's 20,000 a month for rent, okay, like how much are utility bills on average? Give me a ballpark, all right, about 16, 1700 for electric and how much for this, how much for that? Then you write that down. Then you do some research. It's called Google, man. You can Google the fuck out of anything and it'll give you the answer. Figure out how much it's going to cost for product. Like what is average food cost? What do these things cost? How busy are the places that you're competing against? So you can kind of get a head count. Like I go out and look at your competition. Go patronize their businesses. Go look. What's a Thursday night look like at O'Malley's? How many, how many people are sitting in the bar at seven versus how many are sitting there at nine? Do they do a good happy hour? How many people are sitting and eating? How many customers do you think they did that night? It's easy to figure out. There's about 25 people in there pretty much frequently throughout the whole night. So I'd say they did 75 people. And because you're eating there too and drinking, average customer spend was probably $30 a person. You know, you can do the math on that and figure out they did like $2,700 on average on a Thursday. So you can kind of apply that to your business and you can make some, some rough financials on projections like well if i do as good as o'malley's i'm probably looking at bringing in i don't know thirty thousand a week you know with my busy days and not counting sporting events or twenty thousand a week or whatever is gross after i pay out my staff know things like how much is minimum wage in the place that you live how much is tipped minimum wage like learn the answers to all the questions that you might have right to know about like everything you'd want to know be knowledgeable like okay this is how much, you know, tipped minimum wages. This is how much I think they're going to earn in tips. This is going to be my liability, I think, for payroll taxes. This is my percentage, my share, and 
So I think after, if I'm doing 30,000 a week gross, I think my net is going to be 10,000. So that means I'm look, I could be looking at a $40,000 a month profit margin. If I did X amount of business, you can make your financial projections and kind of, they don't have to be exact, but do your homework, patronize your competition, figure out what they're doing, how busy they are, what they're charging for things, right? Do all this research. This takes time. This is the only thing you should be focused on. You shouldn't be fucking talking to me about how you get investors because a lot of you, and I'm not going to call anybody out, but please don't have hurt feelings because I don't mean this negatively. I mean this constructively. A lot of you that are asking me these questions, you're asking me, how do you go find the money? Or you just want to know how to get the investors or how to get the money. And then I'm asking you the question, well, what's the name of your place? Well, I don't know yet. I just want to do like a bar. I just want to do like a cool sports bar. That's great, dude. There's like 500 sports bars in every city. What makes yours different? What's it called? What's the color scheme? Like you're nowhere near even should be even thinking about talking to an investor because the very first thing that an investor is going to ask you for is a fucking business plan, right? Your experience, you're a first timer. Your chances of even getting them to help you are like very low. You better know your shit. The only way you're going to get investors to help a first timer with no experience is if you really seem like you know what the fuck you're talking about. You can't have any hesitance. You can't have any question marks or no, I'll get back to you on that. Like you have to have the answer to every question. So in case you didn't pick up on this, that document that I've been telling you that that's what you should be working on, that's actually your business plan. You've just written a, a really concise, interactive business plan. That's exactly what I just told you to do. I just didn't call it a business plan because business plan sounds scary. Business plans turn people away because they don't really know how they're supposed to write it or what it's supposed to look like. Don't worry about any type of professional formatting. This isn't the fucking 1980s. That shit doesn't matter anymore. Don't worry about if it's formatted right, if it's in, you know, if it's in traditional form. You just put your ideas down in a neat way. Make sure it's spelled correctly and that it's easy to follow with text and pictures on every page that kind of give an example of something like what you want to do. And all the information that I just shared with you at the beginning of this podcast, that will formulate a full and complete business plan. At the end, what you'll have is, I want to open an Irish sports bar. It's going to be called Dave's whatever, Bill's Irish Pub, New Jersey. The website is, you already own the domain, cost you 10 bucks. The social media is, you already have secured all the social media. We're going to serve a combination of traditional and craft cocktails, but we're going to theme the cocktails out to the different sports teams that we celebrate in their colors. So we're going to have a green cocktail for Jets, and we're going to have a blue cocktail for whoever, and a red cocktail for the Jersey Devils, and blah, 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 blah. The food that we're going to serve is this, and what makes us different is we're going to have tables that have grills built in where people can grill their own meat, just like at a Korean barbecue, and they can cook their food over an open flame at their own table while they're watching sports. Our location is hopefully going to be somewhere between... Rutherford and Patterson, New Jersey, we're looking at roughly 3,500 to 4,000 square feet. Average rents in this area are $16,000 a month. Our competition, the bars that we would be competing against are such and such and such. They've been around for X amount of years and do a good business. On average, it looks like these businesses are pulling in around $80,000 a week. And we think that we can put a significant dent in their business and attract their customers by doing X, Y, and Z. So we think that initially our numbers would look at like thirty to forty thousand dollars a week, with our projected costs that puts us at a profit margin of X, Y, and Z. Our potential customers are not only the customers of these establishments, but also people between the ages of 
30 and 50 who like these sports teams who also enjoy blah 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 craft beer and craft cocktails who live within this demographic and by the way in this town that the, that demographic represents 750,000 people that are potential customers our marketing plan is we're going to go heavy on social media we're going to use instagram and facebook ads as well as this form of advertising and that form of advertising and blah 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 and by the time you get to the end of that like i said you have written what you've done is you've written a business plan but you didn't feel like you were writing a business plan right because you were just brainstorming and spitballing because you need to know all this shit anyway like how can you be like i always wanted to open my own bar i have no idea what i'm gonna call it i have no idea what the theme's gonna be that's like that's not real i'm sorry to tell you like when you want to really do something you're gonna figure all that shit out so here's another thing that whole process makes your business idea become real When you start writing shit down and securing dot-coms and writing out business plans and projections and learning your business, you're no longer a newbie because you've been doing the research. You've been figuring out like what percentage of costs should food represent in a restaurant? What's normal? If you don't have any idea, you need to figure that out. Is is 20% good or is is that unrealistic? Is it going to be higher? Maybe 28%? That's like restaurant average. Like you'll find these things on Google and then you'll figure out like what you should be paying for things and you'll learn about real estate because you'll talk to brokers and different people who want to get you to rent their spaces and so you'll learn what the market is actually dictating at this moment like the first broker you talk to is probably going to be out of his or her fucking mind and try to rent you a space that's only worth 12 for 18 and if you knew any better you tell them to fuck off and offer them 18 but You might not know any better, so you might just accept 18. So that's why you need to talk to multiple different brokers and look at multiple different properties and give a broker, be honest about your budget. I'm not going to spend more than X amount per month. Like that's what my budget, I need to, and I need to hold your criteria. What I'm telling you is learn all the ins and outs as you're figuring this shit out for yourself, because you can't go talk to an investor. You can't go talk to anybody for help or pitch an idea to a guy like me when your answer is, I don't know, I just always wanted to own my own restaurant or my own bar, but I have no idea beyond that. I don't have a name, I don't have a logo, I don't know what cuisine or what my cocktail program is going to be, I'm not exactly sure what the location should be. That type of lack of knowledge is ignorance. If you if you were lucky enough, or I should say cursed enough, to get somebody, some unwitting dumb person to give you money for the project based on what you don't know... All you're going to do is hurt yourself, ruin your reputation, and hurt that person by making them lose all that money that they invested in you. So the long answer to the short question is, how did I get started? This is how I got started. I went home. I thought of the name of the place I wanted to open. First, I thought of the theme. What did I want it to be themed, right? I came up with the theme that I wanted to use. Then I came up with a name that matched it that was appropriate. Then I secured the .com and all the social media accounts. Then I started going through what I wanted that place to be like, what kind of drinks I wanted to serve there, what kind of cocktails, what kind of glasses I wanted to serve them. And I started Googling custom cocktails, fancy cocktails, fun cocktails, unique cocktail servings, pairings, all that kind of stuff and getting inspired by the photos that I saw. I saw places where people were serving cocktails out of a fucking shoe. Like, I got inspired by all that shit. That I started to use those as example pictures. Like, a little pinup board. You know, a little creative board that I was creating in Photoshop of, like, okay, I like the way this looks, so I don't want to rip it off. I want to do something that's like that. Like, this place serves their cocktail out of a shoe. Maybe I could s- serve mine out of, like, you know, 
a fishbowl or a fucking glove or whatever, you know, the counterpart to something that I saw or put my own spin on it. Then I would decide, am I going to serve food there? Well, I'm a chef, so let me write up a menu. I've got some great small bites I'd love to do at this bar. And so I just started going through the, the process. The same process I just gave you is the same process I've always used and still use now. Right now, I'm opening up a coffee shop that's inspired by Harry Potter. So I went through and I decided, what did I want to call it? Came up with the name, Steamy Hollows. Loved it. It's steaming coffee, roasting. It lends itself to like, it it paints that picture like it's from the Harry Potter universe. But I don't want to open a Harry Potter coffee shop. That's lame. That's not what I'm into. I don't want to make it like, oh, it's a flying 12-year-old on a broom. That's, That's not the idea here. The idea is I want this to be a part of, it's inspired by that. I love the imagery in those movies and I love the feeling that you get when you watch those movies and it feels like fall and it feels like Halloween. And so I don't want this to be a Harry Potter place. I want this to be a place that looks like it belongs in Harry Potter. This, this should be the coffee shop that exists in Diagon Alley. That's what this should be. If you're familiar with Harry Potter fan, then you know what I'm talking about. If there was a coffee shop in Diagon Alley, this would be the coffee shop. It's not filled with Harry Potter stuff. It's just filled with witchy stuff. It looks like a magical place from one of those movies. So once I knew that, then it was, what's the location going to be? What's the inside going to be? What about the walls, paint or wood? Paneling, wood, or some sort of treatment, stone? What about the countertops? What about the colors? What are the paint color schemes? What are the countertop colors? What about artwork? What about props and decoration? Do I have props? Or am I going to go the antique route? Do I want magical stuff, crystal balls? What do I want? Amazon. I'm looking for all the different things. I'm discovering, discovering. This is This process has been going on for months and months and months, and I'm spending an hour or two every single day working on the creative, the think up part. So by the time I'm done going through all those steps, just like I just pitched to you, I've completed a business plan that reads more like a lookbook, which is the best because it's visual, it's conceptual, it's interactive, it's intuitive. I can hand this to a stranger and when they get done reading six pages, they know exactly what Steamy Hollows is. I don't have to re-explain it to them. They totally get it. They're excited about it and they're ready to open their checkbook and write me a check if they like the idea because they know they know everything that I know about it. I've shared my idea with them fully. That is how you get started. If you do it right and you're thorough and you've dotted all your I's and crossed your T's, then you are above reproach, my friend. You know what that means? It means if you are lucky enough to get in a room with somebody who's got the money to capitalize you, you'll be able to answer every one of their questions or at least all the ones that matter with no pause, no indecisiveness, right? They'll be able to say, well, you know, is that going to be a popular thing there? Well, as a matter of fact, if you look at look at my business plan here, there's over 750,000 people that fit the interest and demographic of what we're looking for. We only need to captivate 5% of that audience to have a successful business here for years to come. Like, you'll know the answers to the questions. I hope that this was helpful. I hope the sound quality wasn't too bad because I'm driving hands-free and uh, there's probably a lot of background noise because it goes through the, the Bluetooth on the car, but... Hey, you've asked the question multiple times. I'm giving you the answer. That's it. Plan the business right now as if you were ready to open it. Even though you don't have the money or have any idea even when you'll do it, plan it out now. The more time and effort you put into every detail, knowing exactly what you want or an idea of what you want from furnishing to fucking wallpaper and, you know, color schemes, theme, cocktails, food, location, budgets, the more of that you have together, the better chance you have at getting someone 
to give you money. If you're lucky enough to get a good investor meeting or even a friend of the family that might be wanting to invest money, the more comfortable you can make them with the investment, the better chance you're going to get it. Going to a friend and saying, hey, I think I'd be good at opening a bar. Like, Let's do like a sports bar. That's not a business plan. That's a, that's a recipe for disaster. You don't know what you're doing. You're going to take somebody else's hard-earned money. They're going to invest it into you, and then they're going to lose it. You're going to end up in court or getting fucked over or having to pay that money back out of your own pocket or ruining a friendship or a relationship with somebody. It is not the way to go, my friends. Okay, that's my 25-minute answer to your question. I hope it was helpful. If you like it, if you like the podcast, drop me a line at the real Zach Neal. DM me on Instagram. Follow me on all social media. Same tag at the real Zach Neal. Have a great night, guys.